Good morning. I'm so glad that you've taken a few minutes now to join with us together for our time in God's Word this uh, morning. My name's Andy Stoddard. I'm so thankful that uh, we're together in 2 Corinthians. It's a wonderful book of the Bible. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed reading this uh, each morning and, and reading through it and praying through it and uh, talking uh, and reflecting with you on God's Word. So uh, as you read this, um, make any comments below this video or message me. Um, reach out to me through email or texting or Facebook or however, you, however we're connected. Be sure to reach out to me with any questions you have about 2 Corinthians, any questions about God's Word. So I hope you're enjoying this time together. Today we're starting chapter 3. And what I want to do with chapter 3, chapter 3 is a long, it's not too, it's, it's one of those chapters that's longer than I want to do in one day, but it's short enough to really just be one section. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to break this chapter into two sections. My Bible does not do that. My Bible has one entire section for this chapter, but I want to, I want to do it today. So we'll do the first half of chapter 3 this morning, and we'll do uh, the next half of uh, chapter three Monday morning. So um, I hope that I uh, hope that uh, this speaks to you, and I'll uh, get a lot out of, out of God's word this morning. So let's read together in Second uh, Corinthians chapter three. We're going to read verses one through six. Second Corinthians three one through six. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Since we do not need, as some of you do, letters of recommendation to you or from you, do we? You yourselves are our letter written on our hearts. To be known and read by all, and you know, and you show that you are a letter of Christ prepared by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit on the living of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ towards God. Not that we are competent of ourselves to claim anything is coming from us; our competence is from God, who has made us and made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant, not of letter but of Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Okay, this, this is a beautiful section. I think there are two things that really stuck out to me this morning as I read. First, I love what Paul says here in the first section, chapter, look at, at verse 2. You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts to be known and read by all. You show that you are a letter of Christ, prepared by us, written not with ink, with the Spirit of the living God. Okay, so you remember yesterday we talked about how we are a fragrance and how our lives uh, have the aroma of Christ. And so Paul, Paul's used some really interesting metaphors in this in this in this chap in this book. First, we have the the metaphor of fragrance, and that that reminds us of the sacrificial system of Israel. We talked yesterday about how Jerusalem uh, had to it a fragrance, a pungent fragrance, if you will, but the fragrance of blood and of flesh from the sacrifices. And so the Jewish audience would be familiar with this concept of a fragrance, an aroma of God. Here today, Paul says this, you are our letter. I love that. We don't need a, I, we don't need a letter of recommendation because we have you. If people doubt Paul's ministry, doubt Paul's teaching, doubt Paul's apostleship, all he has to do is point to Corinth and say, you doubt my work? Well, there you go. Corinth, this church here, that is my letter. And, and so I think of this in regards of mentorship. And so I think there's two things for us to think of with mentorship. First, it's important for those of us who have been mentored to always know that we stand not just on our own two feet, but we stand on the shoulders of the giants who have gone before us. Uh, just earlier this week, I was able to have lunch 
with a pastor, an, a, an older pastor, a former DS of mine who I remain close with through the years. And um, I, I've realized now that one of the gifts of my ministry at this church has been the fact that I've always had a lot of retired pastors in this church. And that's a gift to me to have wise mentors who can speak into my life. And I couldn't realize how much I missed that. So I, I've texted this mentor of mine and said, hey, can we have lunch? I just want to talk. And we just talked, nothing super important. We just talked. And it was so good for me to have someone right on my heart. To have someone right on my heart. To be mentored by someone wiser than me, who's done this longer than I have, and who has much wisdom to pass on to me. So in our life, we need to have mentors. And so what did I do? I reached out to this friend and said, hey, let's grab lunch. Is there someone you admire? Someone who's been a mentor of yours or someone, maybe a mentor from afar. Someone who you've always looked up to for their faith. Reach out to them. Invite them to lunch, to coffee. Just, just go talk to them and say, hey, this is where I am in my life. Any words of advice for me? Any words of wisdom? We need mentors in our life to pour into us. So I would ask, who is your mentor? Who is the person that you turn to for wisdom and for advice? Because we all need them. We all need someone in our life to turn to for these things. And then, low in mentorship, I would say, who are you mentoring? Because it isn't just that. It isn't just enough that we have people pour into us. We likewise must be pouring into others. Because Paul says, I have, you are my letter. Paul had Barnabas who mentored him when he was younger. Now Paul is pouring into and mentoring these churches like Corinth and said, I don't need a letter of recommendation because I got you. You are my letter. I can point to you when people want to know who I am or what I do. You are my letter. You are my evidence of faithfulness. So as Christians, particularly those of us who are trying to grow, who are you pouring into? Who are you mentoring? Your children, obviously, your grandchildren. But uh, is there some young Christian in your church? Some young Christian in your work? Somebody who's new in the faith who you could pour into? Because, see, our faith becomes complete when we pour into others. It isn't just enough for us as Christians to receive wisdom. We're called to pass wisdom along. So I love that notion of you are our letter. So who who is who who do you want to pour into your life? Whose life do you want to pour into? Then I, I like verse 4, and it says, as he says, um, we have... The confidence we have through Christ, not that we are competent in our own selves to claim anything that's coming from us, our competence is from God, who has made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant. Our competence is from God. That's been a lesson that I've had to learn in my life. It is, to many ways, learn uh, the lesson that uh, John the Baptist said in the Gospels. I must decrease, and he must increase. I never want to make my life or my ministry about Andy. And that, that's a dangerous platform to make it about you. I never want my ministry to be about, be about me. It's always about Jesus. In fact, that's I tell people that's one of the reasons why I, I wear my collar pretty much all the time now. Um, and, and I've worn a collar on and off for most of my ministry. Um, but I, I wore it when I was younger in the ministry, in the Delta, when I was young and had no clue what I was doing, y'all. Those poor people at Boyle, Litton, and Lynn, God love them. They suffered under some bad sermons. They suffered under some really bad. I go back and read my old sermons when I first started preaching. I think, oh, I should just apologize to these people. So I wore a collar there to, to remind me 
that while when I didn't have confidence in myself, that it wasn't me who did it, but it was Christ through me. Christ, our, our competence is from God. So I wore this collar to myself as a reminder that my competence is not in Andy Stoddard, but my competence is in Christ through me. Now I wear it, started wearing it back again during COVID, for the same reason, but a little bit different. When I was younger, I had so little confidence that I needed this collar to remind me that Christ was my competence. He was the one that did ministry through me. Now, I know this is a bit longer. This June will be my 24th year. Uh, wrapping up my 24th year under appointment in the Methodist Church. I've been at St. Matthew's for eight years. I've, I've seen a lot, and God's blessed my ministry in many ways. And now, my struggle might not necessarily be with, you know, lack of confidence. My struggle might now might be a little bit too much confidence. <laughs> you know, I might be arrogant enough to think, oh, I got this. I can do it. I know what I'm doing. I don't need any help. God, I got this. Just get out the way, God. Let me do my job. And so every morning I get up and I put on the collar as a reminder, it's not my confidence or lack of confidence, but it's God's competence in me. Not that we are competent of ourselves to claim anything is coming from us. Our competence is from God. What a powerful lesson for all of us in our lives. Our competence is not of our doing. Our competence is not of our weaknesses. Our weaknesses do not make us incompetent, and our strengths do not give us competence. It's about Jesus. It's always about Jesus through us. So today, if you're in a place where you feel like you're never going to do it, you're never going to do it right, you just have no confidence in yourself at all to be faithful to the gospel, it's not you. It's Jesus. And likewise, if you've been doing this so long that your faith's on cruise control, it's not about your ability. It's not about what you've seen or what you've done. It's about Jesus. Jesus is our competence. So today, let's get out of the way. Let's remind ourselves, because that's why I like my caller, it's a public reminder to me and to others, that I need to move out the way. And I need to let Jesus be the light of my life and the competence of my ministry. So today, no matter where you find yourself, may Jesus be your competence. May he be your life. Hey, thanks for joining with us today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will we'll see you again. Have a great day today.